Okay. So yesterday, we started Chapter 7, and we explained that now we're actually going to focus on, with everything we understood from the first chapters, in words of the statement of purpose of this section of Tanya, which is to understand the line Shema Yisrael, and then the line after that, Baruch Shem, how these are the upper and lower unifications of God. So the Rebbe today explains, so at the end of yesterday we said that our world, in other words, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lukeinu Hashem Echad, that statement of Shema expresses all there is is God. That's all you see is God. Baruch Shem expresses the world. Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuso is Malchus, his sovereignty. Malchus is an expression of the name of Adnus of Hashem, what we call Adoshem. So, so far we've learned of three traits that all have tremendous power in creation and the three godly names each one has. God's kindness, the essence power of creation, expressed in his name, Havaya, Mehaveh, that which gives existence. God's constriction, his trait of judgment, of din, of gavura, expressed in the name Elohim, which expresses the numerical value of the nature, expressing the concealments, the limitations of nature. And thus far we said, Havaya and Elohim, remember that was the verse that we quoted, Havaya hu Elohim. It's all one, Havaya is God, Elohim is God, it's all God. Now we're bringing in a third name, the shame of Malchus. There was a trait of Chesed, Havaya, Gvura, Elohim. Malchus, the shame of Adnus, Adushem. Now this shame of Adnus means Hashem's sovereignty. So before we learned that Elohim creates the limitations that an existence can exist and not just be subsumed in godliness. But yesterday we said another very key factor and trait and name, Malchus, Adnus, is being very, very remote from God. For God to be the king, he needs a people. And the people can't be too close, because if they're close, he's not a king. He could be their father, but he's not their king. So this power of Malchus, which if you remember, we learned in the last two chapters at length of Tanya, how Malchus is the creative energy of all of existence. So Malchus is that which gives creation its remoteness from Hashem, that truly he can be the Melech, he can be the king. And today we say specifically, what are the criterions of creation? What does God not have, so to speak? What is he beyond? That is the parameters of creation, time, and space. By the Shem Havai, in contrast, there's no concept of time. We say, past, present, future is all one to him. But by the Shem of Malchus, we say, Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimloch Lolam He was king, he is king, and he will be king forever. So that means on the level of the name of Malchus, there's a concept of time. There's a past, present, and future. In the name Havaya, there's no past, there's no present, there's no future. It's all won by him. Because Havaya is beyond time. But Malchus is expressing, accepting within, so to speak, the coordinate of time. And also with space. There's the six different directions 
And again, Havaya is beyond. It's all one. But on the shape of Malchus, those directions have significance. There's a spatial quality, including in spiritual space. There's a spatial quality, and there is a time quality. And these two coordinates of time and space that both come from Malchus, that both come from Hashem's ability to be the king, create in us creation this vast, vast remoteness from him because he's beyond both. He's beyond time and he's beyond space. And therefore, when we exist within time and space, we're so remote, we're so small, and we exist as a creation. Though in truth, time is malchus. Well, malchus is a trait of God and therefore one with him. And therefore, what's the essence energy of time? God. What's the essence energy of space? Well, space comes from malchus. And malchus is a trait of God. And then malchus is one with God. So what's the essence, inner energy of space? God. So the true energy of time? God. The true energy of space? God. So really, truly, just as we discussed with Havaya and with Elohim, also with the name of Adnos, all of these names are one with God. All of these traits are one with God. And therefore, all of creation, if we stripped it away to its inner essence energy, is God. Like the parable we keep giving, the rays of the sun by the sun. Time, rays by the sun, energy source, reverts to nothingness, reverts to God. Space, like the rays, by the energy source, God, reverts to nothingness, reverts to God. But we don't operate on that level because if we did, creation wouldn't exist. And God, as the king, wants to have a creation that feels it separate from him and therefore can freely choose to serve him. And this illusion of separation gives us the ability to choose to uncover our real identity and become one. Any questions, please unmute yourself, star six.